Okay, hello everybody and welcome to a special edition of the Feminine Critique. It is Emily. Christine is on special assignment. I believe she is deep in the wilderness of Texas uh, putting together a snow buddy team in order for us to continue through winter. Uh, So instead I'm left alone but not alone. Today I have a special guest, uh, a, a man who has a profession that interests us and probably many of you. Uh, our special guest today is none other than Mike DeGrazia. How are you, Mike? Oh, I'm great. How about yourself? Not too bad. Now, tell me, because um, I don't even know what your actual, what you consider your title, but what is it that you do? And what is your technical job title? <clears throat> well, I just refer to myself as a graphic designer, I guess. Mm-hmm. But but for, I guess, for the last 10, maybe 10 or 11 years, I've been just doing key art, you know, like poster art for uh, usually uh, B movies. <laughs> and, My uh, favorite kind. Yeah, exactly, and um, and uh, DVD and Blu-ray packaging and VOD uh, artwork design and that kind of stuff. Very uh, cool. But yeah, so, I call myself a graphic designer. I guess. Okay, so your so graphic design is essentially what your I guess trade is. Are you? Would you call yourself a a poster artist? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, people have said that and that's cool. Yeah. I mean, cause definitely, you know, sometimes, sometimes that stuff gets made in the poster. So, uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Poster artist is, is a great title. Okay. So I guess that's then my first question because there's back in the day, I guess we used to think of like movie posters that hang up in a theater that you walk by. But now you also have DVD covers. Now you have those little, you know, what I find is a lot of times the thumbnails that show up on Netflix, you know, you see those there, but they're, you never, you never see them on an actual DVD cover. So is there a difference in when you're designing something for a movie? Do you know that it's the DVD cover or the streaming cover or what? Um, well, you know, it depends. I mean, uh, Sometimes, well, usually you'll it'll start out with like uh, a concept, or so um, they'll just want a piece of artwork to uh, start marketing the film. Okay. And usually, what happens is, uh, you know, sometimes now, you know, movies some aren't released on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Some are just video on demand, or mm-hmm. or at first video on demand, and then they'll be brought out on Blu-ray or DVD later. Um, and sometimes, you know, theatrical releases or whatever, but, uh, usually it'll just start with a piece of art and you really won't know what that'll end up being used for essentially. I mean, eventually what'll happen is they'll, it'll, you know, the art will get worked up over time and then sometimes they'll use the same art for the, you know, various things, but occasionally it'll be different. And, and, you know, sometimes it'll be like, you know, people will request certain outlets will request that the artwork looks different for like video on demand or Redbox or something like that. Okay. So you know. do you get, even as far as like the orientation, do you know if you're doing landscape or portrait style? Well, well, I always start out portrait style okay. and just start like a movie poster is mm-hmm. essentially what mm-hmm. I create. And then, you know, down the line, um, especially in the last few years with, with, there's just video on demand just exploding, you know, um, that it's just changed. Like the last few years have been just, you know, there's more outlets and more sizes and, you know, with different devices. So then eventually, 
you have to convert that stuff and make it work in all these other formats, which is like a huge pain in the ass sometimes. You know, I, I bet, reasons. yeah. Because do you approach so, it knowing you're going to have to, you know, you have this big grand design, but now you're going to have to also have it work, you know, in a thumbnail and work, you know, on a different medium. Does that change how you start the process or do you kind of start grandly and then pare down as needed? Yeah, I think pare down is needed because, you know, it's like, I don't, want to be limited to, you know, what you're getting, you know, because you'll totally limit yourself if you're like, oh man, well, if I'm going to have to swap, you know, flip this around, you know, you won't make the, you will likely not make the best use of say the portrait uh, version of the other you're doing. So it's, uh, yeah, I usually just start there and then you know, once I have to do like a horizontal version or something like that, I'll, I'll tweak it and uh, just go from there, you know, make changes or whatever needs to happen. Okay. So how, how does the process start? Are you given when you know that you're going to be doing a poster for, for, you know, this movie, do you, our Christine's first question and my first question, do you get to watch the movie? (laughs) Uh, Eventually, I get, well, usually, honestly, usually if I watch the movie, it's way after it's come out and I've gotten a copy of the movie, they, you know, like they way even after give the, you a screener to work with. No, no, no. Because, because most often the, the movies aren't even there. It's like, I'm starting on artwork to sell the movies before they're even in production. So there's ah. nothing, there's nothing to, you know, I mean, you know, there's, you know, there's lots of aspects and it's in, it's, it's about, you know, maybe pre-production or just the start, start or beginning stages of production. But, you know, usually at that point, you know, there's really nothing for me to watch. Uh, Do you know the actors usually? Do you know the, who's attached to it? Does that give you an idea of? Some, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't, because that that could change too. You know, if it's, if it's, early in the process, you know, um, because, you know, you, a company might be trying to, uh, or, or, or it might start off a certain way where they think, you know, it's, it's going to go a certain way and it might change due to other, you know, scheduling conflicts or engagements. So, so yeah, sometimes you start off knowing, sometimes you're not sure. Or it could change, you know, like yeah, right I, in the middle. I guess it's it's reminding me now of that Canon documentary of how they would do right. movie posters to right. sell the production of a movie to another country. Right. No, it's exactly like that. It's exactly like that, you know. And it's uh, and it's it's pretty cool, you know, to to do because I'm a big fan of that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I grew up in the '80s and and you know watching those Canon films and mm-hmm. you know Corman flicks and stuff and and like. The kind of stuff that I do is that kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, process wise, you know, so it's like, it's just fun to be able to do that kind of thing, you know? Um, but yeah, it is like that. It's definitely like, you know, you, you, and that's just the, the state of, of movies these days, even big movies, you know, it's like, you got to sell it before you make it. Yeah. Pretty you, much. you have to get the so. money and they're not going to just give you the money. So right, when right. you're given, what are you given to work? You're given a title, you're given a synopsis, you're given a page of the script. How do you craft a, a poster <clears throat> to sell a movie that you know so little about? Well, usually, um, let me think. Uh, it, it really depends. You know, I mean, sometimes it'll be like, you know, 
the company you're working with or will have a sometimes they'll ha- have a concept that they want to start with or they'll they'll tell you a title and say oh i, I these are the elements that you know we want to put okay so we want a giant snake this- any hot chick or something kind of right, like a couple of things they want the poster to say right and so occasionally you know they're like well you know what do you think and and you know i could you know, throw some stuff at them and see what sticks. Um, but yeah, often it's just like, well, we kind of have this idea and, or, or basic, you know, something mm-hmm. like this, you know? So, and, and then it just snowballs from there and sometimes completely change it. I mean, I mean, sometimes you work on stuff off and on for, or for like months, you know, I mean, I mean, sometimes, I mean, rare, rare, but, and then it, it'll completely change when you think you're done. <laughs> and then it completely changes again. So right, because then it, they actually just, made the movie. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely bizarre and, and like a weird way to work on things. And it's, it's like when I first started doing it, you know, that's what I expected. I expected like, oh, am I going to watch the movie and then – Right. Come up with cool ideas. You know, oh, of course. Saying? Yeah, you, sit, you have like, like a screening room and everything. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just, no, no, that's, that's <laughs> not really how it is. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 totally cool. It's But yeah, it, it is like that. It's just like things change. And sometimes it starts with something very basic, like a title mm-hmm. and maybe like an, an explosion and a car yeah. or something, you know, something like that. And then, you know, I'll just go from there and try to work something up. How, how much time are you typically given to do that? Like for an initial concept and everything? <clears throat> well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really, uh, it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. I mean, uh, oftentimes I find myself getting requests that are urgent and like, Oh, by the way, we need this, something you know something by yes usually i mean sometimes it could be like in a couple days Mm -hmm. or like by the end of next week or something but but usually that happens when i'm already completely you know my plate is just overflowing and you know it's already hard to 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 finish that stuff let alone more urgent requests that keep just piling in but but yeah so it really depends i mean once in a great while it'll be like oh you know keep this in mind this is coming up you know Mm -hmm. eventually and so you could like you know mentally work through that whenever you get five seconds to actually you know think about it but um but yeah sometimes it's like i need it right now you know we need this today i mean there was something i was working on last week that for some reason i think it was last week i don't even remember anymore but recently very recently that it was suddenly they, they needed this art and they didn't realize um, that they were going to need it because the uh, release date changed. Ah. So it's like, oh, well, this is, you know, so we're going to need this art faster. <clears throat> so, you know, I just had to start knocking stuff out as fast as I could, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, it works out. But, you know, it, to- it totally changes. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes forever. Sometimes you got to just knock it out ASAP, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's about, about what I thought. Uh, now, right. what tools are you able to use? Since you don't have the movie, I'm guessing, you know, you don't have screenshots. You don't always know what actors. So right. image-wise, are you just building everything from scratch? Are you pulling – is there like a stock library that you are that you use for these things and then embellish from there? 
Yeah, like you could, you know, I, I mean, depending um, on the film, you know, sometimes there's assets that you've acquired from previous films or something that maybe you could use pieces of to help build the initial concept or, you know, something like that. Or <clears throat> occasionally stock photography, you know, will help. Um, or if sometimes even if uh, if an actor or something is was in a previous production from the same company, you might be able to just use that temporarily to, to build that until you get what you need. Okay. You know, something like, like a that. Photoshop, a temporary mustache on them or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. So yeah, yeah, that's how that kind of works. And then in the cases where the movie is made or the, the cast has already decided, I have, mm-hmm. a, there's something that's always bugged me about movie posters, which is when right. uh, you have like a bunch of actors, like the screen picture when you have like four actors in a row and you have their right. names above them, but they're never over the right actor. <laughs> right. Now, I understand that a lot of the times that probably has to do with contracts and some actors have to be top billed and stuff. But are do you ever have any ability to move things like that around? <laughs> you know, you know, um, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever done that because it drives me nuts too. It totally drives me crazy. Like, and, that's and not I, Johnny Depp. That's Angelina Jolie. Right. Just flip their faces, please. Well, well, for for like decades. Well, no, well, it wasn't for decades, but for for many years, I thought that Harold Ramis was Sigourney Weaver because of the original <laughs> Ghost. That makes perfect so, sense. Right, and it was just like, wait a minute, wait, his name's Harold Ramis. You know, like <laughs> Sigourney's completely- a chick. Right, totally blew my mind, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, that drives me nuts too. Um, I can't think of a point where I've switched things. You, you know, it it is it does drive me crazy though, because sometimes when when there's like a top billing and you know the way that it's given for me to to lay out, sometimes I I just feel like the one name would fit better mm-hmm. on the other side or somewhere else, and I usually just try not to do that because I you know. I just don't want to get something all done and then just have to go back and redo it. Yeah, that you makes know? sense. So I'll try to just do it the way it's requested initially. Uh, but yeah, that stuff does drive me nuts too. Totally drives me crazy. A similar question with fonts. Now, do you get, again, since a lot of the posters I guess you're doing might not have uh, that much, you know, a tagline or a full like cast list and crew list. But do you, um, you know, I guess, do you get to choose the fonts? Do you have certain fonts you always go to and some that you avoid altogether? Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All the, uh, like everything I've ever done. I mean, I've, (laughs) I've probably done now that I'm thinking of it, I've probably done a couple hundred, uh, DVDs, uh, covers, posters, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like for everyone I've done, I've, it's just been up to me to do whatever, you know, come with a title treatment <clears throat> or whatever. Um, and, uh, the, I mean, sometimes you'll come up with a title treatment and do something and, and, uh, the filmmakers will be like, well, you know, we actually want to look different. I mean, that'll happen, sure. you know, but, but usually I'll just present different options. It's not like, use this font, you know, it's like that, that I don't think that's ever happened to me. Um, so yeah, but, but there's definitely stuff that, you know, there's just fonts that work, man. And, (laughs) and and like, you know, it's funny, like there's one font that I was using for certain types of films and, uh, 
for years. I mean, it was just, it was like one font that would work perfectly for, for these films. And, you know, you try to do it up a little different. So everything doesn't look exactly the same, but, um, like not too long after I, after I had done that several times, I had come across like some YouTube video of a guy (laughs) talking about the use of this one font. (laughs) And it was totally that font. And it was like tons of like huge blockbuster films were used. And like, I didn't even realize that right. at the time. I just happened to be using it because it worked great, you know? Yeah, and clearly so, you weren't the only one that thought so. <laughs> right, right. And it, it is funny, though. Like, like you know, I'll have used a font on something, and then, like, years down the road, I'll see, like, a blockbuster using that font. And mm. I'll be like, oh, I don't know what that is. You know, it's like, they're using that on that. I can't believe it. They got but, their inspiration from me. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. But <laughs> but no, yeah, I, usually I just, I mean, nobody's really telling me what fonts to use. It's just, I, there's ones that work. And oftentimes, you know, you could you could manipulate the fonts in, in you know, Illustrator or Photoshop or whatever and, and tweak them and make them, change right, so stand out a little bit yeah so they're different you know well so but, are uh, you t- usually reporting ultimately when you turn over the art is it to producers is it to directors um no it's usually to the producers okay. uh producers owner of the company you know whoever whoever is in charge you know it's uh it's and once in a great while there will be uh you know they'll get a director's opinion mm-hmm. or something on something and um you know usually they're cool with whatever it is uh but yeah usually it's just the 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 filmmaker the producers and you know owners of whatever production company is you know making the film okay now when you were talking about the you know how I guess like any line of work, it gets very easy for you to do the same thing without realizing it do you how do you is that something actually, if you're working, let's say, for the same studio, do they want a kind of cohesive look where you look at it and know what studio that's from? Or does it is it purely based on whatever the movie is to fit that? Um, you know, uh, pretty much everything I've done has just been for whatever, to fit the film. Uh, I've never really tried to make it like a cohesive studio mm-hmm. thing, um, even though there's been... <clears throat> a couple that I've uh, worked with for years, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's never really been that. It's been pretty much uh, just whatever the fits and works for the merits. film. And now yeah. what about, have you worked on, done sequels? And if you have, do you go to the original poster art and continue it from there? Or do you do it differently? Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I've definitely done sequels, especially in the last the last few years. Um, you know, I did that, you know, the Sharknado artwork. That's, stuff. Hey, that's, uh, blast that out. That's probably so, one of the most, I believe it, easily was the most watched thing on sci-fi, I think, of all time. Right. So did but, you, yeah, do, I, you did all of them or um, just the part two onwards? Yeah, no, no. So I did, I did the first one and I did the second one and um, I did... See, there's actually see, there's more than you you would think. You, I mean, you've probably seen them all just like on the internet. Um, but so initially, for the first one was the original artwork. The second one was the artwork for the second one, and then the third one there was a, a concept artwork, an early concept artwork that I did, <clears throat> which was circulated, and that one was out there for a while. But then for the actual film, 
they decided to go with a different, uh, kind of a different version. So I did a different version for that. And for the uh, fourth one, um, I did like a teaser concept, uh, poster for that one. But the, uh, but the final one sci I think sci-fi's team did the final one for whatever reason they wanted to, uh, well, do that realize but, what a uh, cash cow had become yeah right but um but yeah but i did for the dvd artwork you know i changed some stuff around and, and added some stuff and and put the sharknado title treatment on the packaging because they had they had changed the title treatment on their poster which seemed like a bizarre thing to do at the time mm-hmm. for a fourth, a fourth in a series <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know, but for whatever reason. But yeah, so so I did those. But yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, go back to the original ones and kind of, you know, work off, try to work off that. So there's something cohesive there. Um, but that that's just kind of w- w- was my feeling on the whole thing. You know, I just yeah, thought it'd be sense. cool to make those you know, kind of makes sense. Um, now, but yeah. now I have to ask with the first one, what were you given to do that? Were you just given the poster or did they give you, was it, you figured out the plot from there or did they give you a little more on that one? <laughs> no, what was, that was really funny because, you know, a lot of these things take forever to just work out. And that was probably the easiest, like quickest to be approved piece of artwork just like almost that I've ever done which is really funny because you know they said well you know we need we're doing this film called Sharknado and we need this poster for I forget what the first uh place they showcased that poster at I forget what it was maybe Cannes or something but (laughs) that sounds appropriate no I think that's what it was but but they uh they're like it's called Sharknado and I I just kind of laughed you know and I was like oh that's awesome imagine you do that a lot in your line of work (laughs) right right. and I was like oh that's awesome it's like well what do you want and it's like well you know a shark or like a tornado full of sharks and I was like (laughs) okay so I, I was thinking about it and I was trying to think how to approach that whole thing and I thought well, you know, if you see a Sharknado, or I mean, I see a Sharknado, a tornado. <laughs> As we do quite often in, you know, this part right. of the country. Right. But if you see if you see a tornado filled with sharks, it would just look like tiny little sharks. And if you're putting that on a piece of cover artwork, you wouldn't even know what the hell it is. You know, I mean, so if you're doing it realistically, <laughs> you couldn't really tell what you were looking. It would just be pointless. So. So I said, well, do you want it realistic or do you just want it like like kind of bigger sharks? And I think he just said, you know, do whatever and, and let me see what you got. So I pretty much did exactly what that poster ended up looking like, except I had I just used one shark because at the time I had I didn't do the all the or the different sharks. I just had like one shark and, you know, kind of repeated it. Mm-hmm. And and he was like, Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that right. works. So that was it. And just like, you know, do whatever. Here's here's the uh, cast or whatever. So I just added that. And um, oh, and for what's funny about that is for the tagline, they didn't have, you know, they didn't give me a tagline yet. So I just as a placer, when I when I sent it to them, I wrote, I wrote, enough said, you know, (laughs) like enough said. And because really, I couldn't think of anything to put on there. Because well, what else? Can exactly you say? that. Right. So I was like, okay, enough said. And then I just kind of did it as a joke. And uh, when I heard back, he's like, 
yeah, he's like, you know, just change it to enough said. And, um, and, uh, let's just go with that. You know, cause like, our okay, audience is a little, a little smarter and they might have a problem with the contraction, but, uh, <laughs> but the sentiment's there. Well, well, I think what it was is that, that it was going to be, um, I think it was the poster was going to be whatever it was, was going to be in Europe. And, and, you know, that's something that probably wouldn't have translated as well in Europe, you know, like enough said. So I think that's, I think that was the reasoning if I could recall, but, but yeah. And then that stuck. So it's just everything about that just worked, you know, for whatever reason. And it's a magic moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice that that happens once. So, <laughs> well, and then it ended up being a franchise. So, it's something that I think you can probably look back on pretty fondly. Oh yeah, no, that's totally cool. But yeah, yeah, as far as the sequel thing goes, yeah, that's uh, definitely harvest stuff. You know, when you're when you're. And going speaking forward. of when you mentioned Europe, do you have to do things differently? For foreign markets, are you given different instructions for, okay, and now we also need a, you know, a Korean poster or a poster for China, where I know, you know, a lot of different movies have different realizations of some cultural things that they don't necessarily want to put out there for different nations. So is that something you ever have to be concerned with? No, because usually um, the artwork I'm doing is usually, you know, for the U.S. release. and. And uh, if they want to do different artwork in the other territories, I, I think they're just welcome to do their own artwork. Um, so yeah, that's nothing I have to uh, I okay. have to deal with. Really, that's where we get those beautifully photoshopped uh, DVD covers with, with actors from different movies in them. Right. That, that's all. That's that's not you. No, no, that's that's not me. No. <laughs> oh. So is yeah. your background generally in graphic design? Do you also have a do you ever do any photography for this or it's all working with, you know, digitally what you have at your hands? Oh no. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes if I'm really strapped or something and can't find what I need, I'll, I'll take photos. And I did that more towards the beginning because it was uh, harder to find elements that you mm-hmm. needed back. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I do, I'd take some photos. I mean, now, even, even now I'll, I'll just take a photo with my iPhone or something that, that I need that something small or something that I could, I, I need to, that would be integrated in the background, you know? Um, so I'll do that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I guess my background was, I mean, I, I went to school to be an illustrator, okay. <laughs> which, uh, which um, I realized senior year that I sucked and that there's no way in hell I'd ever be like an actual professional illustrator. So I, um, I rather than get my degree in illustration, I went undeclared, which you could do back then at, at the school that I graduated from. <laughs> and and I instead of taking the last prerequisite I had to take for illustration, I took an intro to computer. Uh, what, I forget what it was called, but it was like an intro to uh, computer something or other class, which which touched on Photoshop, Illustrator, and Quark Express. So <laughs> it was like this little one class that I took, you know, is the, is what I pretty much ended up just learning myself wow. and basing the rest of my uh, career, at least up to this point. Right. Um, all all the things that generally most people in, in that line of work, I think, you know, they spend four semesters doing learning illustrator and learning CSV and all those different right. programs. So, uh, how, right. how did you end up in, the movie design business or movie poster design business. 
Well, it was just, it was really just bizarre. So, so what I did is when, when I graduated, I, I just, I bought a computer and I just, you know, continued to teach myself how to use the programs. And at the time I was in, I was in bands a lot. So I, I would be designing, you know, merchandise for mm-hmm. my bands and, 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 um, CD artwork. For and- our yeah. Yeah. And for some other people's bands and stuff like that. And then I got a job in a, um, like a large format printing place in Chicago. And I worked there for like 10 years, just like in kind of like pre-press and retouching, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. And, um, somewhere along those lines or along uh, somewhere in there, I forget when, when this happened, but, um, <clears throat> I, oh, I'm trying to think how it's really, it's just a bizarre, lucky story really. And, and like, so what I ended up doing is I, I remember I was, I was reading, uh, an issue of, uh, Fangoria and I saw, I think it was an ad from the asylum in, <laughs> in Fangoria magazine. And when they used to actually put ads in Fangoria well, magazine. And when like, Fangoria used to actually print magazines. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Instead of and, just uh, stopping sending them, which they've done recently. Right. Totally. So, uh, but no, I, I remember looking at that and being like, oh yeah, I've seen a couple of those movies. And, uh, I don't know why I thought like there's a chance in hell that I could do that for a living, but mm-hmm. I was just like, oh man, I'd like to do that. Sure. And, and I, I had like, did a couple bullshit, uh, posters, you know, movie posters just for myself, like as a joke, you know, to make people laugh and stuff. And so like I sent the asylum an email and I said, Hey, you know, I like your movies. I'd love to, uh, you know, maybe, uh, do some work for you. And they actually emailed me back and said, okay, uh, do you want to come, uh, bring your portfolio in for, and at the time, you know, I mean, I lived in Chicago, so I just pooped my pants a little and was like, (laughs) oh shit, what am I going to do here? You know, it's like someone actually give me a chance. So, so I explained to them that I live in Chicago and it's like, well, do you have a, a online portfolio? which at the time I didn't. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'll send you the link <laughs> later. And just, you know, had 10 minutes later, frantic typing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like w- by the next morning or something, I, I had one together and uh, sent it to him. And then they j- make a long story short, they gave me a chance. And after a couple that kind of fizzled out, then I just started doing stuff for them and have really been doing that thing you know this the movie design or uh, artwork design thing ever since so it's just really cool. i don't know it, it's really bizarre i mean I, I think it'd be harder for that to happen nowadays but yeah well but, uh, i mean they've definitely grown you know i mean the sharknado movies were a big part of it but i remember i'll still randomly see a movie from a few years ago and realize it's an asylum movie and you you can feel the difference. I mean, they were cheaper, and some some of the movies were actually gr- pretty good at one point. Um, oh yeah. And some of them, even now, every once in a while, you come upon one where you're like, no, this is, you know, they they have a certain reputation. But to me, a lot, just like Roger Corman, here and there, they have enough time and enough energy where they can put out something really good. But they've definitely become more successful and more known. I think now more of the general public know who they are. Uh, but that's really great to hear about a company like that, that they would, you know, would give you a chance like that. It's hard enough to apply for a normal job these days, um, right. much less one that's probably very coveted, I think. 
Oh, totally. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just bizarre, you know? And it's like, yeah, I I never thought that it would actually, you know, (laughs) that would be my job. I mean, it wasn't like I was just dreaming of doing that for a living. I mean, you know, I love movies and, and, uh, at the time I was still like hoping I'd be a famous musician, you know? (laughs) Sure. Hey, there's still time for that too. Yeah. I don't think so. But, uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's awesome that they, they gave me a shot and, um, that I'm still, uh, like 11 years later, still doing stuff for those guys. Have you since been to their office? Cause I'm really curious what their office is like. You know what? I have not. (sighs) Yeah. I've, you know, there's been a couple occasions where I was supposed to, uh, I was out in California one time and it fell through. It was like early when I first started doing stuff for them and, uh, our schedules just didn't meet up. And then I was supposed to go out there a few years back, but my wife was pregnant and I just couldn't, I just couldn't get away. Priorities. Uh, No, I haven't. I haven't. And I I can't wait to go and, and hang out with those guys sometime. Uh, you know. But, I feel like they'd have a yeah. really cool waiting room. But, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. They're, they're great guys. Great. Everybody. I have one more thing that I do want to ask is mm-hmm. the asylum obviously puts out a lot of horror and now they've started in the last few years to also kind of cover every market. So um, we talked about Santa Claus last week where they're kind of trying to do the family version of movies. Uh, I've seen them do like the Hallmark kind of holiday-esque movies. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious when you, you know, when you get a movie like Santa Claus or, or, you know, versus something like Zombies, uh, where, you know, what is, is there a difference in how you approach it? Is it kind of refreshing? Do you prefer one genre to the other? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, it's pretty much the same process process. Um, it is refreshing sometimes to get something like a Santa Claus or, uh, or, or, or a holiday film. Cause I, I just like that kind of stuff anyway. So it's like, you know, but it's funny because I'll be working on these like at the same time, you know, like I'll work on something, send it out for approval or notes and then just jump onto something else while I'm waiting. So like I could feasibly be working on, you know, a holiday, you know, Santa Claus film and like a horrifying, just the worst kind of thing you could imagine at the same time. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, it's really easy to jump back and forth, but it is, it is nice to change it up once in a while and do something cute, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it's pretty much the same process. You know, it's, it's just, I think horror films are probably, easier and more fun just because you get to uh there i don't know there's a lot of ways you could mess around with the artwork to uh, get a good effect you know what i'm saying where when, when you have something that's like a family film there's pretty much you know you have to have certain elements and and kind of stick to that yeah, with um, I mean, you're I'm sure we're we're a child of the video store VHS days of walking in and looking at covers, and you know the way uh, you know I know I used to often rent a movie based on the cover, and yeah, do you absolutely. yeah like how do you I guess you know where do you find that that mark especially when you're not having all the materials where you get this title and you say okay what's gonna get this guy or this girl to watch this movie? 
So wait, I'm sorry. What is the question? I'm I'm sorry. When you're thinking of um, like some of your favorite VHS covers, the the things that know that you want to put in there that kind of uh, turn the switch on getting somebody to watch that movie. Oh well, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely do that. You know, I'll definitely remember the things that you know totally you know grab my attention walking through the uh the uh, video store like i i remember uh, like just the other day somebody uh posted the poster for what was it the mutilator i think it was called okay do you remember and it it was like people hanging on meat hooks yeah and like what i'm talking about have you seen I that do. i'm I, sure i think it's it. a mutilator yeah i think that's what it is but somebody posted that and and i just remember um, when, when the first video store I went to, which was called the video store, by the way, <laughs> of course, because it, <laughs> it was the only video store anywhere near where I, where I grew up. But um, when you w- walked into this video store, it was like a tiny, narrow hallway that you had to walk down to get into the rest of the store. And on both sides of that narrow hallway were the horror films. So you had to walk through the horror section <laughs> to get into the rest of the. And I remember that mutilator artwork just scaring the crap out of me every time I walked in there. But, but yeah, I mean, I'll definitely, you know, I'll remember stuff and I'll try to like, you know, maybe put nods into those type of things, you know, that, that grabbed my attention when, when I was a kid. Um, and, uh, you know, as much as I can, you know, sometimes, you know, they'll want a certain thing, you know, and you'll have to kind of just work with that. But yeah, I'll definitely try to, put in some little nods to things that I think that, you know, things that worked on me as a mm-hmm. kid, you know, but, um, yeah. Oh yeah. For years I was, um, I still haven't ever watched ghoulies cause I've always been, it, it always made me afraid to go on the toilet and I blame that movie for some awkward times in life. So toilets, that's one to put in there. I tell you. <laughs> that's awesome. So what are some of your favorite, designs that people might be able to look up and see some of the ones that you're most proud of oh yeah proud of i i don't know (laughs) let me see um god i'm trying to think man um what do i actually uh oh man you know it's like i'm totally drawing a blank like there's definitely ones that i like more than others Mm -hmm. you know i mean obviously i i uh you know, the Sharknado stuff is fun. Um, it's cool because it, you know, got as much coverage as it did. I mean, that's awesome that, I mean, because before when people would ask me what I did for a living, <clears throat> it would be like, Oh, well, uh, you know, the mega shark movies, <laughs> you know, that, that was like as big as I could go back then. And right. people would be like, yeah, yeah, you know, you mean but, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, you know what I? You know which one I thought turned out really good? The um, uh, Mega Shark versus Colossus nice. that came out a year or two ago. That was that one. I really like that one. That turned out really good. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't think. Of, I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's a that's one that I liked a lot in recent years. And Zombies turned out cool too. I, I thought that was a that was a good one. Yeah, I've I've seen the Zombies poster and I liked it. I haven't seen the movie yet. I've actually heard decent things, but is, the, the poster is pretty cool. Good. Was that one you, that you yeah. got to watch before or no? 
No, no, none of those. I, I, I don't get to watch those. Now that's got to be a hard app. one. You're given the title Zombies. What do you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's really only one thing you could do with that, you know, and that's what I did, you know, <laughs> just a zombified animal, yeah, you know. I mean, I it's like it's like that's it, man. But but it it works, you know, it works. Um, so yeah, no, usually, like I said, usually I see them after the fact and, and oftentimes there's there's ones that i really am excited to see eventually you know so right. i'm chopping at the bit to actually get in a, getting a copy or uh you know or for it to uh drop on on video on demand if if that's where it happens first but do you try to make a prediction anyway. on how close you came to the spirit of the movie um, no, you know what? Not really, but that's, that's, that's good. Cause sometimes, sometimes I'll watch stuff and be like, Hey man, I got that right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes not so much, but, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It is fun to see when, when it all works, you know, G- given that sometimes I don't even know what's going on and I just kind of have right. a, sometimes I guess you have to pay for the movie yourself to watch. It sounds like, <laughs> well, no, usually I, I mean, like with the asylum and stuff, those guys will, you know, they'll, they'll give me copies of oh, stuff. Good, good. Uh, it's just sometimes it takes a while for me to get around to asking, you know, it's just because I just get busy and don't even get around to it. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I have, I have bought copies of, of stuff I've done for other companies in the past for myself. So. Cool. I'll, I'll ask you one more question. Do you have, you know, framed on your wall, any of your own art that you've, been you know gotten like a full poster of or anything like that that you can proudly hang in your home and say i did that no you know i don't you know i've toyed with the idea because i do have a few uh posters and um and uh you know i just i don't know i just can't bring myself to do it i've I've, a couple times i've been like i should hang this up and be proud of it but it's (laughs) just like i'd rather like have my dreamscape poster and uh you know Big Trouble in Little China, and you know, I mean, there's so many good pieces of poster art. You know, I sh- why bother putting my own crap on the walls? You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, yeah. you know, then the rest of us can be inspired by your work if you're not inspired by your own work. Well, that's, that's awesome. If anybody could be inspired by my work, that's awesome. Oh, well, believe that's- it, we appreciate it very much. Um, it's you know, these hey, every movie needs artwork, and it's really cool to hear the story of how some of that comes to be awesome yeah so thank you so much for your time yeah no problem i wish you much more luck and please keep us updated and again if you you know next time you have art and you're you're proud of it feel free to share it we will be happy to share it on and say hey we know that guy awesome sounds great all right well thanks again mike okay take it easy Emily. It's easy and we all know how Now begins a change 
Eiffel Tower is holding up the flower. I gave it to a dancer's cat. Behind it? For sure, really? 